Welcome to Nach Daily. Today we're learning Eov Parak 9. This is Eov's fifth response overall and his first response to Bilat's take on human suffering. As we delve further into Eov, the dialogue between Eov and his friends become much more philosophical. The Malbim, in his introduction, goes into great lengths, bringing all sorts of proofs from the Rambam's Mor Nevuchim to try and explain what's really going on in these chapters, and specifically in this chapter. Obviously, for those who want to learn deeper, the Svarim of Nach are open for all who want to learn. While both Bildad and Eov agree to divine justice, they both have different ideas of how it works. Essentially, Bildad held human suffering was caused by divine justice. The suffering a person experiences is in exchange for more reward in the world to come. This is called the exchange argument. While Eov held, because God is just, God would never allow innocent people to suffer. Therefore, it must be God only rules the world in a general manner and not specific. The specific details of one's life is ruled by the Mazalas. The parak opens with Eov speaking up and saying in verse 2, In fact, I know that it is true, but how can a mortal win his case against God? The Mitzudas explains Eov agreed with Bildad that Hashem wouldn't pervert justice. But then one might ask, if God rules the world through Mazalos, what reward is there for a person who acts righteous? Because a person's actions is also governed by Mazalos. So over here we begin to see how Eve is beginning to deny free will. The Matsudas points out an inconsistency in Eve's argument. On one hand, Eve held God left the world to the randomness of Mazalos. Now Eve seems to say a person's actions are actually preordained, which would imply there's a certain level of providence in the world. In verse 5 through 13, Eve goes in to describe the vastness and the might of God, how he can uproot mountains, instruct the sun to shine, and fashion the earth. So who can stand before God? Again, essentially, the Mabum explains, Eve agrees God must be just, but he goes on to ration, God can be just and leave man to suffer at the same time. Rob Schwab is quick to point out, Avram also questioned God's justice. Prior to Hashem destroying Sodom, Avram asked God, how can you destroy the righteous with the wicked? This is essentially the same question as Eve. How can God punish innocent people when they didn't do anything wrong? Rav Schwab goes on to explain, there are times when Hashem goes down to you and allows you to comprehend the reason for your suffering and divine mind. This is what Hashem told Avram by Sodom, let me go down and I will see. But there are other times when God doesn't allow you to understand his ways. This in return causes you to try to understand the reason behind your suffering, which ultimately remains hidden. In verse 14 through 24, Eve gives up on defending himself. In verse 16, he says, if I should call out and he answer me, I still wouldn't believe that he listens to my voice. Eve assumes his suffering is determined by Mazalos, so why should he even appear to God to judge his case? There's no point. Eve relates feeling battered like a storm, as it says in verse 17. He who battered me like a storm. The Gemara in Bavavasra 16a explains, interestingly, the word sa'ara, storm here, is spelt with the letter sin instead of a samach. This makes the word sa'ara read to mean hair instead of storm. The Gemara explains, Eve was cursing at God saying, you left me like a storm. But Hashem replies, every single hair has its own follicle. No two hairs grow from the same hair follicle and overlap. If it did, man would be harmed from it. So too, do you think I confused you, Eve, with another man named Eve? Of course not. Meaning everything God does is exact. There's a purpose to every iota of suffering you experience. It's not a mistake or random. 
wisdom. In the last part of the parak, from verse 25 through 35, Eve goes back into his past and relates, even though he did enjoy good, prosperous days, time passes quickly. Ultimately, he will die, and all his pastime will be considered worthless. Astoundingly, Eve states he wants to be free to state his argument against God without harm. If he were not at all scared of divine retribution, he would speak even more freely than he has already. Stay tuned to the next episode of Nach Daily if you want to see what Eve has to say even further and where he'll go next. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.